All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Crush Cast. This one's gonna be amazing. Amos Akinyoye, he is energy. Raw energy, <laughs> laughter, fun, enthusiasm. I love hanging out with Amos. Amos, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a long time coming. <laughs> well, we are thrilled to have you here and you know the goal is to have our advisors get to know each other and get inspired mm. by each other. Now, I know you're a brand new dad. Yeah. Let's reflect Second on time. That. Second time. Second time. Now, how old are your children? Uh, Two-year-old, and I have a one-month-old. It's a big move from uh, one child to two. And so move. what's it like having two young children in a COVID world? It's uh, interesting, you know, a, a good way to put it is, um, I think we take for granted seeing other human beings as adults seeing other adults, right? We, we have history, you know, growing up. So the best way I would put it is, um, you know, uh, once the well started opening again, my wife would want to take my son out to the farm and aquarium and all these other lovely places. My son has no interest in the animals, the fish, <laughs> The shark, none of that. You know what he's interested in? What? There are other small people like him. That's the most <laughs> amazing thing to him. There are other people, his size, around the same age that exist in this world. So um, that's fun. It's so crazy when you put it into that perspective for me. And now he has a little brother. So it's, it's, it's really interesting for me. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Let's, Thank let's you. go back to when you broke into the business. I'd love to hear your origin story. Why did you join? Why did you decide to be an advisor? And what was it like breaking in? All right. So, you know, this, you should always have like a professional story, I guess, but I keep it very funky and honest. Um, uh, you know, born in Nigeria, grew up in London, uh, came to America at 16. I went to college. I graduated when I was 19. I was an accounting major. I practiced in accounting for a little bit. And right before I, um, I, I uh, graduated, I, I, I realized I didn't want to be an accountant. So that's a great time to realize it right before you graduate. And I was working at an accounting firm. I was working Saturdays, weekdays. My knees were hurting. I was drinking coffee 10 times a day, Chinese food five times a day. And I definitely ate every flavor cookie in the world. So um, it definitely wasn't the most healthy diet. Um, but I went to a career fair and I met this guy who had the biggest smile, the best suit I had ever seen. And he said, the most important thing you say to a 19 year old graduating, he goes to Florida twice a year for business. And in my eyes, that was the coolest thing I had ever heard. Sign me up for whatever you are selling. Anyway, I did that, took the exams. Um, I filled the seven, passed it off for the second time. And I remember my first week in the office, um, got my, my dad's suit and my father's shorter than me. So you can imagine the suit was super short. And I came in bright and early, 8.59. By five o'clock, I clocked out. And after a week, I got a paycheck and it says 0, 0.00. Oh, yeah. And I, at that point, I went to the guy. His name is Stephen Fox. Steve, if you're listening, hold on. Uh, <laughs> He said, I said, what do we do here? And why is my paycheck zero dollars? I showed up nine to five every day. 
And then I guess I was a listener for the whole time. I was yeah. lost after Florida twice a year on business. That was yeah. the coolest thing I'd ever heard in my life. So that's why so, I'm an advisor. <laughs> well, and who hasn't had like the front end? It's just effort, effort, effort. And 100%. it's all deferred comp. So when did it start clicking for you? Um, you know, I was blessed to get a phone call from uh, Tim Mackey, probably my second week in the business. And a lot of people know Tim. Yeah. He just randomly called me. And, um, you know, him and Ricky Johnson, another plug out there. Um, I, I have no shame in plugging people. Just want to throw it out there. A lot of people are involved in who I am now. Um, you know, they played a prank on me. But after the prank was done, they really just asked me about who I was what I like to do. And I used to teach Sunday school. So they told me, why don't you work with churches? So while everybody was co-calling corporations, I was calling churches. And from there, I just started to build it up, doing seminars with churches. My manager, Seafox, was helping me a lot. And I was introduced to a guy named uh, Serge Pernard, who basically was my point guy going forward. He was part of Moni, uh, came with the merger. Yeah. And it just started clicking, man. It just started clicking at that point. I realized the more I did, the more I made, the more people I helped. It was just yeah. a symbiotic relationship. It was great. It's interesting that you you got as far as you did in accounting. I mean, I did not know that. And you are just so charismatic and such an Thank obvious you. people person. So mm. now it's clicking. And I wonder, though, so now you're you're one of the most productive advisors out there and things are really working. I understand that you bought books of business at yes. some point you're approached about going into leadership. Why did you say yes to that? You know, the origin for that was um, uh, the diversity summits. I got to plug that in. Now, those, those yeah. summits have been the most instrumental events in my career, honestly, um, just seeing other advisors. You no, know, in my branch, there weren't a lot of diverse advisors when I first started. And I know they had the attempts, but they really weren't. And there weren't a lot of, you know, advisors, mid-20s, honestly. So, um, you know, going to the diversity summit, I saw a lot of people, you know, uh, different ethnicities. And from early, I would go. Um, and as I built my name up and so forth, I, I saw the impact I was having with other advisors. And I wanted to be like, those advisors that were having an impact on me. Because I knew, I didn't feel like we had that in my branch. So um, as Chris Barber would say, I came back from the diversity summit, kicked down his door and said, I'm going into leadership. <laughs> he, he quickly called Ferd Rockland into the office and we had an hour long meeting and planned out my management career to the T in that hour. And, um, you know, everything they said to me held true. Yeah, well, and you've executed and you've had a huge impact. So clearly you have benefited from others that reached out, gave words of encouragement, showed you the path. I wonder, let's say we've got an advisor that's listening to this that is struggling, that is at a crossroads, perhaps even wondering, is this the right career? I don't know if I have what it takes. What advice would you give that person? I would say first, uh, listen to Mitch Pearson's masterclass because uh, <laughs> that would tell you things are going to be okay if you can make it. <laughs> That's the first thing I would say. Uh, two, um, don't suffer in silence. Don't suffer in silence. 
don't suffer in silence. I think that's the first thing people do. They suffer in silence, either out of pride or whatever it is. Um, I, I'm well known in the office. I asked every single top producer in my, I went to meet every single one in my first month because I had never been around so many wealthy people in my life. And everybody, regardless, race, creed, religion, everybody had their door open to give me 10, 15 minutes of advice. And I took a piece out of every single yeah. encounter. So I would recommend if you're struggling, if you're doing well, regardless, don't suffer in silence and find those doing well and just ask them for advice. They'll plug you in. That's that is great it. advice, not just in our business, but in life. Mm. That we can get lifted by others and rather than just getting exhausted and torturing ourselves, that when it gets rough, geez, we got to share it with somebody. Let them yeah. pick us up. Yeah. All right, looking ahead, you're an SVP now. You're building other leaders. You're one of the top advisors in the country. Two young children. Let me ask you two questions as we close out. Number one, what are you most proud of? And then number two, what are you most fired up about? I am most proud. That's a very tough one, you know. I should say I'm proud of, like, you know, my wife and my kids and that, right? That's what I should say. Yeah. Um, I'm most proud of the journey because it's not the destination, it's the journey. I'm proud of the journey. When I look back, I'm proud of how things have occurred, even the tough times. I'm very proud of that and everyone involved so yeah i'm gonna say on, on public format i'm gonna thank everybody that's been involved in my career what was the second question there, so let me isolate that so yeah as you've had these challenges you're proud of the tough times embedded inside of that probably appreciation for yeah. those that helped you along the way and a degree of deserved self-pride that when it got hard you did not buckle you just kept, or maybe even doubled down. I, I, I'm all about that. You know, I, I heard a quote that says, you can't tell who the general is if they stay in the trenches with the team. And, um, you know, I believe in, you know, you got to lead from top down, bottom up, and in the middle. I'm very big on that. And, you know, just, just looking back, I grew up very poor, man. Severely poor, like really poor. Hands in the garbage poor, you know. And to be where we are now, you know, to be worth who I'm worth, to be able to, to the impact that I, I feel like I've been able to have on people through the um, help others have given me, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's really crazy when you look at it. It's really crazy. The chances of me succeeding were very slim. So I just think that's, I just, that's just crazy to me. I just think it's crazy. I don't know. I just, I just think the whole... I well, it's, going, it's, in, it's inspiring. You had your challenges, but you made the most of every opportunity that you were given. And now for you to be in a position where you have the capacity to deliver impact to advisors and clients, that's got to make you feel amazing. It, it feels great, man. I mean, I look at my team. I look at, especially the team I start with, you know, I got to give a plug to uh, Aaron Skeffrey and you know, the, the guy that's been my right-hand man uh, since going into management, LZ Ross. I mean, you know, it's, it, I, I think it's crazy when you're able. I, I know when I look at Steve Fox's eyes, he's so proud of me. Yeah. 
And when I look at uh, LZ, he when played, he, he played a part. He saw he, greatness in you. You did the work, but he saw greatness in you. And you did the same with LZ. You went out of your way to connect with LZ, convince him of what was possible. And now when you look today, you must just beam with pride to see what he's done. Man, he's crushing it. He's crushing it. And it's the same thing with Mitch. You know, when we met each yeah. other, we were wet yeah. behind the ears. And it's just amazing, man. I think this is All just right, amazing. Last, last question. What yeah. are you most excited about? Looking uh, forward, however you want to answer it, personally, professionally, when you look at the future, what are you most fired up about? Um, to continue the journey, see my family grow, see my wife do what she does, see my mom and my brothers do what they do. And uh, I'm most excited about uh, sitting on the big seat. Yeah. <laughs> no limit to what you can do. There is Amos Akinyoye, you are an inspiration. Thanks for hanging out today. This has been a blast. Thank you very much. I appreciate you all.